Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Don't miss the Ace Buy Two Get One Free Paint Sale. Now through Monday only, buy two gallons of our top paint brands, Valspar, Clark and & Kensington, and Royal, and get the third gallon free. That's right, buy two gallons, get one free. You know what else is free? The help, because the paint experts at your local Ace will take the time to make sure you get everything you need in one trip. Brushes, rollers, tape, everything. Only at Ace. Offer valid through March 20th. Prices may vary. Limit two free gallons of equal or lesser value. See participating store for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Girl Power Hour. Coming to you on a Saturday, which is an unusual day, uh, also an unusual time, 1 p.m. Central. Typically, we are Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. So if you're tuning in for this or if you just happened upon us today, make sure that you check in with us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. And uh, obviously, you can also go to our show page, which if you're listening, you're there now. Um, and you can find archive shows, shows from the past, uh, if you want to what we're all about. Uh, if you're tuning in because you're already a fan, thank you so much for listening. Very grateful for you. Uh, if you've been following anything I have been talking about on our Facebook page, which if you're not following, you should be facebook.com backslash girl power half hour because at one point this was a half hour show. I have grown this show since then and Annette Bingham, who originally co-hosted this with me, helped me do that. So gratitude to her. Um, but now we're doing a full hour and grateful for that as well. Um, if you have been following anything on that page, then you know who my guest is today, and you know why I'm so grateful to have her on. But before we get to her, I want to make a few announcements. One, because this show is happening on a special day and time, I want to make sure that everyone who typically tunes in on Wednesday will tune in for this, because you certainly don't want to miss it. And I know some people weren't able to tune in today, and even though we have archive shows, I want to make sure that those who have kind of been set in their ways to tune in on Wednesday at 3 are able to do that. So this Wednesday at 3 p.m., March 15th, since we had a reschedule with Isabel Abbott, who has now been moved to March 29th, I had the day open, and I felt like that was spirit telling me it was time to speak to Portia Rufus and rebroadcast. So I'm going to be rebroadcasting this show for you on Wednesday at 3 p.m., so if for any reason you're driving around today and you happened upon this but you don't have time to listen to the full hour, don't worry about it. Catch us on Wednesday at 3 or check out the archive show. And as a reminder, March 22nd, which is the following Wednesday, I'll have Valerie Green. She's a relationship coach that we've had on in the past. She's going to be doing another call-in show, which means that you can call into the show on Wednesday, March 22nd at 3 p.m. Central and get free relationship advice from Valerie Green, Relationship Coach. And if you don't know about her, if you haven't tuned in in the past, if you're just now listening in and you have no idea who she is, by all means, go to her website, Coach Valerie Green. That's Valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I-E, Green, with an E at the end, and check her out. She's got a lot of great things for you, even free uh, webinars and lots of gifts and goodies. So by all means, go check her out and then mark your calendars for March 22nd at 3 p.m. Central to call in and get some free relationship advice. Free is always a very good thing to take advantage of. And certainly when you're talking to a professional who can help you with your relationships. And then don't forget, on March 29th, we had a reschedule for Isabel Abbott, who was originally scheduled for this coming Wednesday but has been moved. She is the author of Salt and Honey. And she will be talking to us on Wednesday, March 29th at 3 p.m. Central. And again, the show today will be rebroadcast coming Wednesday, March 15th at 3 p.m. Central. So without any further ado and any other announcements, I want to get to our guest today. Today I have the honor to speak to DePortia Rufus. Uh, if you have not yet checked out 
who she is by everything I've posted on Facebook, um, then you definitely want to do so. Just Google the Portia Rufus. It's D-A-P-O-R-S-C-H-A, Rufus, R-U-S-U-S, and just see what comes up because you're going to be able to see that her book, Your Book from God, will come up. But you're also going to find a great little YouTube spot of her, which I watched today, and it brought some tears to mind. pretty emotional stuff. So uh, I want to say, first of all, uh, you want to make sure to check that out. You want to make sure to have some Kleenex next to you when you do. Uh, but definitely check it out. She is the author of your book, From God. She is also a writer for Real Life, Real Faith magazine, and she's a theatrical actress for The Potter's House of Dallas, which is why that YouTube video is so important for you to see and why she was so good at bringing tears to my eyes. And I'm really grateful and honored to have her on the show today. To Portia, welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. Tasha, thanks so much again for having me on the show. And thank you so much for that warm and fuzzy welcome. You know, it made me feel all <laughs> warm and tingly on the inside. So, so thank you for that. It made, made me feel good about myself. You know, yeah, thank you. Good. <laughs> That's that's what I want to do. That's if that's the only thing I do in this world, I think that's a good thing, right? That's a good purpose. Success. Um, yes. <laughs> exactly. Success. So I have a questions for you. And first of all, you know, we talked before before the show starts and what people that listen don't understand necessarily is that we have a little bit of time before airtime where we get to chat. And so I always get to chat with the guests and it doesn't ever obviously record. And so unfortunately you guys miss a whole lot of the really good stuff that we end up talking about. And I try to bring it onto the air, but it doesn't always make it. And so I want to say that we had a conversation before the show started and we were talking about that YouTube video. Now, just in case you're out there listening and you're wondering again, what I'm discussing there's a YouTube video of the Portia Rufus uh, reciting a spoken word entitled Inside. And uh, I want you to give me the background on that because I asked you about it because I thought you, I thought you had written it, but you, you corrected me on that. So, so tell me so that our listeners will, will know what I'm discussing here. Where did, where did that particular spoken word come from? Somebody else wrote that, right? Yes, absolutely. A good friend of mine, Mr. Um, Isaiah Drone, he is an up-and-coming director and producer, and he approached me one day after church, and he was like, hey, I got this poem that, I, that I've written. I originally wrote it for someone else, but the lady told me it was too emotional for her. You know, I was like, okay, what, what is the poem about? And he was, a, he was like domestic violence. And instantly I, I felt within my soul that, that this was something that I had to do because I have been um, in an abusive relationship uh, before when I was about 18. I had just moved out of my mom's house, graduated high school, and I thought I was grown, you know, and I met this guy, and turned out he wasn't, you know, a prince charming like I thought he was, even though I met him at church. So I thought, oh, this is, this is a <laughs> godly guy. This is a great guy. He must be, you know, right. he must be the one, of course. And, you know, when, when Isaiah asked me about that, I was just, I was just blown away. You know, I was I was excited and I was emotional at the same time because I knew I had to peel back those layers that I had buried, you know, for so many years, you know, and honest mm-hmm. and actually relive that trauma and relive that abuse. You know, and it was very emotional for me. It took me a while to um recite it and to really perform 
at, at, a, at a certain peak, you know, because I really wanted it to touch people because there are so many people, you know, men and women that have gone through abuse and that have been in abusive relationships or that are still in, you know, in some type of uh, traumatic, you know, ex, ex, event, experience with, with someone that says that they love them, you know, and um, right. Love doesn't hurt, you know, and I wanted to just shine light on domestic violence because I first I know firsthand what it's like, you know, to to get beat and to get cut and to be isolated, mm-hmm. you know, by someone that said that they love me. So, yeah, guys, check check that out on YouTube. It's uh, written by a great friend of mine, Mr. Isaiah Drone. He's an up-and-coming uh, director and producer. And, um, yeah, it'll it'll really touch your spirit, and it might make you cry because it, it definitely made me cry. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I yeah. had to relive, you know, that pain, unfortunately. But, you know, fortunately for me, it was able to help, you know, a lot of people. And it, and it touched a lot of people. And, you know, we just got great feedback from it. And obviously we're still getting it since you saw it, you know, Tasha. And, yeah. you know, it, it, was, it, was a, it was an awesome experience, you know. We have to share our story with the world, share our pain. Because we never know, you know, what someone is going through. We're all hurting. We're all bleeding in some area, you know, of our lives, you know, and we just have to give people hope and learn how to bear one another's burdens because we're we're all different, but we all go through the same things in life, you know, whether it's finances, trying to find our mark on this world, trying to find our purpose, you know, so, you know, even though we look different, we're all the same, you know, and exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just just honored. You said that um, you you want to share your story with the world. You know, okay, first of all, I have to say, the fact that you did this, and I know people are like, aren't you supposed to be talking about her book? Well, the thing of it is, the Portia Rufus <laughs> has a lot more going on than, I mean, her book is amazing, and I, I definitely, we're talking about that, but she has a lot going on that I really want to make sure we stress the listeners out there, because there's so much more to you, uh, and, and I'm not minimizing by saying just, but there's so much more to you <laughs> than this book or than the author part. And the fact, the reason behind you writing it, which I've, you know, mm-hmm. obviously learned about as well. And and I want to make sure that comes across. Um, there's just so much more to you. And the part of you that this this actress, this person that was able to to go in and really be in that moment and, and be that character that was written into that spoken word piece, you did a phenomenal job. And I, I would Thank guess you. that that was very healing for you. Because I know any time... Absolutely. You know, whenever I talk about healing on the show, I'm always talking about, hey, we gotta, we have to go back and look at these things in an effort to heal them. That doesn't mean that you go back and live in the past. It doesn't mean that you go back right. and stay there. But that you, you know, look at it because if you don't look at it, it's like a wound that you don't look at. Right. It can get infected. It can feel ugly. It can spread. Yes. You want to make sure that you're caring for it and tending to it. And you did that. And I'm sure that was very healing for you. But it was healing for the world, too, because everybody that came across mm-hmm. it was touched by it. Yes. Amen. And that was, you know, our overall goal, just to, just to you know, help someone else that might be going through it or that has gone through it, you know, because... There are so many people that are unfortunately trapped in a situation that they feel like they can't break free from. And I know because I was with this guy for about a year between when I was between the years of you know when I was eighteen and nineteen, and I felt trapped. I didn't think that I would ever be free. I I thought this guy was going to kill me. You know, I thought that mm-hmm. being with him was going to you know be be my demise. But thank thank all the all thanks to God. You know for 
his grace and his mercy and his goodness for, you know, setting me free and getting me out of that situation, you know, because I put myself right. in that situation. You know, God didn't tell me to be with this with this gentleman or, you know, and sometimes, you know, we mm-hmm. put ourselves in situations that only God can um, deliver us from. So, and that was definitely one of the many situations that, you know, God has delivered me from. <laughs> so. And let me say, too, uh, you know, many of our listeners go through, of course, I mean, this is a a show devoted to empowering women, and I'm well aware Mm -hmm. that, you know, I myself was and have been in abusive relationships and certainly was raised in abusive homes. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm well aware that when you're talking to women, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a woman that hasn't experienced some level of abuse in her life, whether it be in a relationship that was romantic or or in in her home, you know, like growing up Mm -hmm. or somewhere in her life, even if she was, even if it was at school, there's some area of her life that she's experienced abuse. And so you're speaking to a lot of people when you say that. Now, I also want to say that before we got on air, you had said, you know, you really have to learn to love yourself to get yourself out of a situation like that. And that's something that your book speaks to. Your book speaks to learning how to love you. Your book really speaks to It speaks to putting, to understanding that we are gifts that that God, we are we are gifts that God has put here on this planet, and that we can gift each other. Like we can give each other ourselves, our stories, our experiences, and that becomes a blessing and a gift to someone else. And and that Amen. that I think you talked about it. I don't. I'll have to pull it up really quickly. I don't remember which day it was, but you said mm-hmm. that you know we can't be divided. Um, that we we have to be unified. Because darkness wants yes. to divide us, and that God oh, shines yes. on unity. Oh yes, united. Yes, yeah. united we stand, divided we fall. I believe that's day divided nine. Fall. Exactly. I'm talking about yeah, yeah. day unity nine and right. division. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, in that particular aspect, that's what I hear right here. When we share our story, and I'm a big, big, big fan of sharing your story. That's why I try to have as many people on here as possible because it's not just about what they do in the world; it's why they do it. Because their story yes. is behind it, behind what they put out into the world, there's a story. And that story is what gives everybody hope. And when we share our stories, mm-hmm. that's how we unify. That's how we realize how much we all have in common. When we don't Amen. share our stories and we pretend we don't have one, that's where we get divided. Mm. That's where we yes. get that we're not the same. And so mm-hmm. I love that you have done this. So tell me, uh, before we get into tell me about your book, tell me what inspired you mm-hmm. to write it. Oh well, you know, Tasha, it was it was a few things, you know, that inspired me to to write your book. Um, I was uh, a few years ago. I was just going through a lot of, you know, trying and and troubling times. You know, I was um, I had lost my job, so I was unemployed. Unfortunately, I had to move back um, in with with my mother um, at the time. And since I was unemployed and I didn't have any income coming in, um, I had lost my first car that I ever had. It got repossessed while I was at the unemployment office one day looking for a job, go figure. And, um, you know, I was, and I just experienced my first um, real heartbreak with, with this guy that I thought, you know, was, was my heaven sent. And unfortunately, you know, uh, well, fortunately he wasn't, thank God, you know, and that all that, all that pain and that heartbreak, you know, all of that triggered something inside of me, you know, and it just left me really numb for a long time. You know, and I was I was very hurt, and I didn't know how to um, let go of of the pain and 
and the trauma that, that was on the inside of me. And, you know, I thank God for the gift of writing because I've never been, like, just an, a really um, outspoken person, I guess. I've never – I don't mm-hmm. I don't bring my problems onto other people. You know, I don't, I don't like mm-hmm. talking about my problems. I don't really like venting to other people because, you know, we, we all have our own problems. And I'm just like, I don't want right. to, you know, be a burden to anyone else. You know, and um, that's what I just started writing one day, like four or five years ago when I was going through all of this. And, um, you know, I was writing and just writing out my pain. And I shared, I started sharing my pain with, you know, my friends. And, and like, I would send out text messages and they were called um, Portia's Seeds of Hope. And they would just be like little, you know, oh. inspirational daily text messages. And uh, I did that for about a year, a year and a half. And, you know, I wasn't really... Um, content with that you know I felt like I I wanted to do more but I didn't know how you know and I I continued to write I don't I didn't know why I was writing you know at the time but um I I just kept writing you know and that's when the Lord spoke to me one day and um and he was like you know write a book now mind you I was going through all these you know trying times I didn't have any any money coming in I lost my job I was living with my mom my car got repossessed. I was heartbroken. I was angry and bitter and numb. And I just, I just hated my life. You know, I wanted, I wanted to die. You know, I, I, I fantasized about suicide. You know, I, I just wanted mm-hmm. God to put me out of my misery, you know, because I didn't think there was a purpose for my misery and my pain, you know, and there were days where right. I would just write and I was just, I would just write and write and write and, and I would have nothing else to do because, you know, I wasn't working at the time. And, you know, I, I remember the day like it was yesterday. I was lying in bed, crying my eyes out, and I was just in God. And that's when, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke and was like, I want you to write a book. And I didn't have money. Right. I didn't have any money, nothing. And I was like, how? Mm-hmm. how why would you want me to write a book? <laughs> and I can barely even feed myself. How am I going to pay for this? <laughs> Who's going to publish it? You know, all, all the doubt and the fear. And, sure. and I was, you know, I, I constantly battled with God about it, you know, for a very long time. And I was very, you know, defiant because when he told me that, mm-hmm. that's when I stopped writing in, uh, for about, right. I would say about six months. I didn't pick up a pen or a pad because I simply doubted God. I doubted myself. I doubted, you know, what he had placed inside of me. Sometimes, you know, and mm-hmm. we all do that, you know, from time to time because we allow our yeah. circumstances and the position that we're in and, you know, we look at what we lack rather than what he's provided us with, you know. And I, So I was just focused mm-hmm. on all of that. And then the enemy's lies, you know, the enemy and the inner me. Sure. So I was just constantly in a war with myself, you know. And eventually, you know, God won, of course, because his will must be manifested, regardless if we try to run away from it or tell him no or, or say we're not going to mm-hmm. do it. You know, his word um, cannot return, you know, unto him void. And, you know, I just I just wrote, you know, I just after the, that little hiatus I went through for about six months, I started back writing, you know, and because God wouldn't leave me alone about it. He he nagged me, you know. I know that probably sounds like a God nags you, like, but he does in a yeah, good way, in a good and godly way, of yeah. course. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let me rest about it. Like, I didn't have any peace about the situation for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm just going to walk by faith, you know, and see where this takes me and you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, I was just writing and then I started typing it up and I didn't have a name. I didn't have a title. I didn't have a publishing company. I didn't have any money. But, you know, I just walked by faith during that time. And, you know, here I am four, four, almost five years later. And 
your book from God, you know, was birthed, you know, through my pain and my hopelessness and my vulnerability and my rage and my anger and, you know, everything that had happened to me. I just, I just let it all out on paper, you know, I just let all of, Mm -hmm. all of the hurt, you know, all of everything that caused me to bleed internally. I just wrote it down on paper because I wanted to give people hope, you know, because I know what it's like to feel hopeless. I know what it's like to despair of life itself. I know what it's like to to curse God, you know, and and just curse your own existence and just hate life and hate, you know, just everything around you, you know. And that's why I wrote it, wrote your book, you know, to to give people hope, you know, and to, you know, shed, um, spread the love of Jesus Christ, you know, because, we're li- we're living in you know some trying times. It's so much division and hate and chaos in the world. And you know, um, your book from God, you know, it was divinely orchestrated to be out. You know, at at such a time as this, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm just really excited, Tasha, to just you know share my story. Not only is it a devotional, but it's a testimonial because I share a lot of my past. Um, failures and mistakes in there. So you guys, you know, you'll you'll learn a lot about me and be like, oh, God. So, you know, if God can use a wretch like me, he can use anyone, trust me, because I don't deserve, you know, any. none of us deserve his goodness and his grace. But he gives us, but he gives it to us anyway, you know, and I just, I just want to, you know, be a vessel, that's all, for God's people. Well, you definitely, <laughs> you definitely are. That's something, you know, I, I want to speak to you. what you said initially about, oh, yeah, no, thank you for doing this. Um, what what initially <laughs> you said about how, you know, you went through that tr- that time of fear and doubt. And I believe that's oh, darkness yeah. working, I mean, constantly working on us. That, that fear is from darkness. You know, love is of the yes. light. Fear is of yes. darkness. And so... Whenever we're living in fear, then darkness is working mm-hmm. and really trying to keep us from doing what we were put here to do and keep us from thinking yes. that we can. Think us, keep us from, you know, and I, and I have to say this. This is something that's been weighing on me, not in a bad way, but just really been pressed mm-hmm. down on me to say, and you've given me the opportunity to say it, um, if you're out there and you're listening and this is speaking to you, like you're like, man, I've been, you know, I've been called to do something and I am just afraid and I'm fearful that it's not going to happen or that I won't be able to do it or that I can't do it or that I can't succeed. Or if you've been through all these difficult times, like the Porsche sharing or what I'm sharing, I just want to put this out there for you. If you have been through nothing but pain all your life and feel like you have been sabotaged constantly and that every time you feel like you finally get ahead, just enough ahead to get your bills paid and not have to be living in fear and then something gets pulled out from under you once again, I want to tell you now, you must be one of the brightest lights that God ever created. Because darkness is terrified of you. And the reason that you are constantly getting sabotaged and the reason the floor is constantly getting pulled out from under you is because darkness is terrified that you will find your light and that you will let it shine regardless and that when that happens, you will be a force to be reckoned with. And that is something you need to know. You are not only, Mm -hmm. like, put here and divinely special, but your light is unbelievably bright, and so let it shine no matter what. Kick that fear aside. And I know mm-hmm. it's easier said than done, but you have to trust and have faith because I had to take a leap of faith. The Porsche had to take a leap of faith. We all got to take that leap of faith because that's how we become the light we're intended to be. And in on your day one in this book, and let me mm-hmm. say to the listeners, 
this book is you go in and there's like day one, day two, day three. So it takes you through different days and you can, you can use that. You can read the whole thing all the way through or you can use it day by day. But on day one, right. it's alteration and adaptation. And you talk about that fear of change. Like, are you afraid of change? You know, are you afraid mm-hmm. to change? And so many people are, but, but you also say change is inevitable. That's how we evolve. That's how we grow. And, and I say many times on the show, and I have many guests that say it, and I know you believe it too, that growth mm-hmm. does not happen in our comfort zone. It happens when we're uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely not. So oh, yes. <laughs> that discomfort is when we're growing. So, you know, tell me a little bit about, about that, because I know you've been through quite a bit of change. And just like you said, you know, doing this, making this book happen. I mean, this was your day one. And you talked about how you let a lot of your pain out. But I got to tell you, through your pain, you have lit up, You have just really released so much hope into the world. I love how you said oh, you sent out portions of seeds of hope. Like, I wish you would start doing that now. Like, <laughs> get people on a Oh, yeah. Window. It's actually, you know, what's funny, Tasha, is, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, what's funny is no, I actually, no, no. Uh, that's the name of my um, column um, that I write uh, for oh, Real Life nice. Real Faith magazine. Yeah, so, you know, the spot is not the day of small beginnings. Yeah, and it all started, you know, five years ago. I went through text messages, and then the book was birthed, and then I was like, hmm, what can I call it? And I was like, oh, yeah, Portia Seeds of Hope, where it all started. Oh, (laughs) I'm going to look that up right now. I'm I'm punching that in. I'm going to look that up. Um, Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So she's already got this column. Now, I knew you were a writer for Real Life, Real Faith magazine, but I didn't know you had this mm-hmm. column. So, Portia Seeds of Hope, yes. there's another thing to Google while we're doing this. But So, tell me, how <laughs> did you decide when you were putting this book together, did you just sit down and did mm-hmm. you just let divine intervention guide you on how to do it, or how did you line it out? Did you, In other words, did you know you were going to do it day by day? Were you sitting down thinking you were going to write an autobiography? How did you figure out what you were going to write and how to write it? Well, that's a great question, Tasha, because, you know, um, I when God spoke to me about writing a book, I had originally written a book of, of poetry that I was going to um, submit with the guy that I told you about, the guy that um, broke my heart, mm-hmm. uh, not the one mm-hmm. from uh, an abusive relationship, but right. we were going to write a book together He's because he's an artist, and, um, I, and he was just going to, you know, paint or well, illustrate my poems, you know. And it didn't work out mm-hmm. because of, you know, the heartbreak and all of that, thank God, because, you know, all things work together. So I originally had a book, right. a book of poetry. And that, you know, God was like, no, that's not what I want you to do right now because that relationship, you know, between me and him was over. And so I really didn't know what, what the Lord wanted me to write, you know, because I had my mind so mm-hmm. set on this poetry book. And then I was, you know, I was like, um, so – so during that time, I felt very confused because I thought that b- book of poetry was going to be my first book. And so for a few months, you know, I was just puzzled because I, I, I hadn't heard from God, you know. And then one day, you know, I, I don't know where I was at, but the Holy Spirit spoke and was like, write a devotional. That's what you've been doing through these text messages. You've been writing about, you know, you've been giving people hope for the past year on Facebook and, you know, social, other social media sites and via text and that's what it dawned on me I was like wow I've already I already have half the book written already in a sense through these text messages yeah. you know and that's that's how yeah. the idea of the daily devotional you know was birthed because I didn't because I had my mind you know so set on the the book of po- a book of just you know poems and you know mm-hmm. and then I thought about writing a children's book that was my second backup plan that didn't work mm-hmm. out and then I, I um <laughs> 
I was working on a book called How to Be an Overcomer, and I, I just didn't, it just didn't um, register with my spirit, you know, because I was like, I haven't really overcome enough things to write a book about how to be an overcomer. You know, I'm still battling with this, that, and the other, you know, and that's, and that's you know. Mm-hmm. So none of those worked out, thank God, because um, it, was, it was your book from God was supposed to be the book, you know, my very first book that was birthed. And, um, you know, it was, I, I just, you know, I was writing for, for quite some time and, um, it it was just, it was divine. It was nothing but the Holy Spirit guiding me every day on what to write. I didn't have a a set agenda or I didn't know what I was going to write about for this day and that day. You know, it was just nobody but the Lord, you know, that, that guided me to write this book because, you know, because I talk about a lot of things, um, throughout these 366 days, there's prayers in there. There's poems. There's words of encouragement. There's a few testimonials. You know, there's short messages. There's long and death message messages. So you know, it's there's no like um, um, line a set lineup. It's just it's just all over the place, really. One day you might uh, pray. The next day you might get a poem. The next day you might ball your eyes out because I'm talking about, you know, a traumatic experience that I've, you know, that I've went through, that I've gone through. So it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's just all over the place. There's no, yeah. there's no um, set agenda. So yeah, it, it'll definitely um inspire and encourage and uplift and you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll just feel, feel like an emotional wreck because, you know, I was, <laughs> I was an emotional wreck writing this. I was, you know, I was angry at the time. I hated my life. And it was it was good though because um, that transparency, that vulnerability, allowed me to you know write out my pain, and you know it it helped me find my purpose through all the things that I was going through. So yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, and that's a beautiful way of saying it. I mean, honestly, and I know that you know this. Um, I had uh, Jamie Lerner on the show not long ago, and she and I were discussing too that. Oh. Whenever you're writing and there's divine, you know, intervention, you're writing because mm-hmm. you're being led to write. Um, right. Absolutely. You don't know when you're doing it, how it's going to be published, when it's going to be done. You're on somebody else's time. You know, like this is like, right. this isn't my timeline. This is somebody else's timeline. And if it's not meant to happen right now, it won't. Talk, you know, when people talk right. about writer's block, I totally believe writer's block is God saying no. It's not. No, right not now. yet. Not Absolutely. Right this Absolutely. isn't what this isn't what I want right now. So, right. you know, if you're out there and you're listening <laughs> and you know you have a book inside you and something you want to write, but you just don't, can't write it right now, it's not because you don't have a book inside you. It's because it's not time yet. It's because right. you haven't experienced that thing that God wants you to experience before you put it out there. It's because it's not time mm-hmm. yet, because the world isn't ready yet. There's a million reasons why, but it's on, it's yes. on God's time. And that's just the way that Absolutely. it works. And his, um, yeah. and his timing is always up. perfect. His time is always exactly. perfect in spite of, mm-hmm. you know, we can't move ahead of God's time in spite of our, you know, temper tantrums and, and our feeling, mm-hmm. our, our emotions, you know, if it's not time yet, it's just not time. And there's nothing we can do about it, you know, because exactly. I wanted to rush, you know, your book uh, because it was, I wanted it mm-hmm. to be out in 2015, but I I was, mm-hmm. I still had more to learn. You know, I, I knew in my spirit that it wasn't ready to be published, but I still want, I tried to rush it. And it was, I faced so right. many roadblocks during that time for the simple fact that it wasn't it wasn't time yet, you know. And 
So we just have to be, you know, willing to be obedient and, and to trust God and just and just to wait on him, wait on the Lord, because his timing is, is best. It's always, it, it, he's always right on time, you know. He has his own exactly. agenda. Yeah, and so it, it's it's good, though. It all works together, you know, the good and the bad. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, God is, God is just awesome, you know. He's awesome. I agree. <laughs> And speaking to that, Amen. speaking to, to what you've been through and how you put it into purpose, uh, on day 14, mm-hmm. and this is just for people out there who haven't yet read, your first mm-hmm. comes pain, then comes purpose. And I love that because oh, yes. that's so true. I mean, we, <laughs> we, you know, when, we, when you find that, um, when you find that life mission, that soul mission, the purpose that you're here, the reason you're here, and, and that may be plentiful because, you know, some of us are put here for that one thing and some of us are put here for many mm-hmm. And whatever it is, whatever that purpose is, when it all starts clicking, I guarantee yes. you that's when you look back and go, oh, now that's I why I went through that. Why I went through all that. Yeah, that's now I get I it. And that's why, you know, they say whenever, because, you know, you talked early on about how you were feeling suicidal. Of course, I was feeling suicidal at times. I'm sure there are people mm-hmm. out there listening who have at times felt that way. That's why they say, hang on for your miracle. Because it's just right around yes. the corner. Because it truly is. If you just if you just hang on, and realize that you know in this moment this is painful and yes this is dark and it's scary. But yes. if you just hang on, this too shall pass. And then your miracle Amen. is right there. And that's so very true. And I know, like you, you know, you I I also uh, now cry and just literally thank God and Archangel Michael and everybody else out there that protected me from myself, not just from others, yes, but from my um, because I can't imagine, you know, what if I had like given into that? I mean, my goodness, I don't even yes. think about it. So like, the idea that you get to that point where you're truly not only grateful, but you also realize, hey, this is why, this is what I needed to go through. And you say here, mm-hmm. and this is just the, this is cool to this, this, this is what's so cool about it. So every day <laughs> when you go through it, there's, there's the day and then there's the title and then there's a quote by someone. And this particular quote is the bridge from tragedy to triumph is transformation. Love that quote. Deanna Lupinacci. Mm-hmm. And then your particular writing, a simple like two sentence thing. And sometimes you'll have a full paragraph. Sometimes you'll have full stories. Sometimes you'll have just a small little sentence. And that's what's so great about it. Like you said, you don't know mm-hmm. what you're going to get. Like little tidbits here and there changes every day, which is good. And so it's yes, here. Variety. Use, yes, variety. That's what keeps people interested. And uh, it says here, use what you went through to ignite the passions that are burning deep down inside of you. Turn your pain into power. That's power. Turn your pain into power. And that's exactly Amen. what we all need to do. Because every time we go through something, that is an opportunity for us to look at what we went through, learn from it, gain wisdom from it, and then say, okay, how can I help others? that might be going through this, or how can I help others, you know, that could potentially at some point go through this? How can I prevent this Mm -hmm. for other people? How can I share my story with the world? And in sharing your story, that that is your power. That's your power. Because no matter how you do it, whether you share your story through music, like Prince, who's one of my faves, shared his story through music, right? He wasn't, just like you, Deportia, he wasn't a talker. He didn't get on interviews and talk about his past, right? He never talked about his father. He never talked about any of the stuff that people wanted to talk about. But he talked about the present, mm-hmm. but he sang about that stuff. He wrote about that stuff. That was his, his way. Yeah. Now, Tasha, me, <laughs> I, will, I talk <laughs> about everything, right? I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I'm definitely one that will talk about my past very openly. But 
That's not for right, everybody. Too, but, but your power, your particular power, Deportia, was writing your pain down and sharing it in that mm-hmm. way. And like Prince's yeah. power was, you know, writing music and singing it that way and putting that light in. And there may be somebody else who, you know, is, in, is, is doing it through paintings or doing it through sculpture or doing it through, um, you know, preaching the word of God or doing it through spirituality and trying to be healing through Reiki or doing it however you're doing it. Whatever you're doing mm-hmm. to share your story and to help heal the world and put light in the world, that's amazing stuff. And I love that you're encouraging people to do this. You're shining hope into Amen. the world. That's fantastic. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tasha. And so are you, you know. We just have to continue to, you know, let our light shine, you know, and, and use the gifts and stir up the gifts that God has placed inside of us, you know, because we're all yeah. gifted. We all have gifts and talents deep inside of exactly. us. You know, God has given us all a purpose. You know, there's nothing that was um, created by God that doesn't have a purpose. Even a dog has a purpose, you know, and right. even a tree has a purpose. It it gives us oxygen. Yeah. It gives us life, you know, and, so, and for a mm-hmm. long time I didn't think that my life – had any meaning, any value. I hated life because I didn't know that I had purpose. I didn't know that. I thought God just created me, you know, because, you know, my mom and dad, you know, got it on mm-hmm. one day, you know, and I just thought that my life was <laughs> just, you know, it, 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 didn't, it didn't amount to anything. But that's what the enemy, that's what the devil wants you to believe. You know, he wants you to believe that, oh, you don't matter. No one will care if you're gone. Oh, just just end it all. Just do this. You just, you just wait, you know, mm-hmm. just, we're we're put here to live and not just exist. You know, a rock exists, but it doesn't live, you know, and we have to realize that God has placed us each here for, for a divine purpose, and no one can fulfill our purpose except us. I can't be Tasha, and you can't be, you know, the Portia, because we all have a right. certain path to walk. We might be on the same path or headed in the same direction, you know, but we all have to fit inside of our own shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I just want to give God's people hope to let them know that their life has value, their life has meaning, regardless of what the world says, that your life doesn't matter or you're, you'll never amount to anything. You, that's a lie, you know, because God lives inside of us all, and God is great, and God is good, you know, and, and God God is not a failure, so neither are you, you know, and we're, we're, we're all put here for a purpose. And I just want to help people find right. their purpose. Like I did yeah. through, through my pain, and that pain, you know, ignited my passion, you know, to write. So it, it's it's like it's like a stepping stone. There's pain, then there's passion, then there's purpose. You know, you can't have right. one without the other. You know, and you don't, you don't have to go through a process. You know, in life, you're gonna go through things. It's not gonna be you know just all honky dory or whatever. You know, you're gonna go through things in life. We all are. Even Jesus did. You know, but. You know, pain is inevitable, but, you know, your purpose is, is what's most important, you know, because you'll be fulfilling mm-hmm. that until until you reach eternity, you know, and that's what it's all about. If God has given you uh, another day, that means that he has a purpose for you. If he woke you up this morning, mm-hmm. it's for a purpose, a divine purpose. You know, you just have to go out and find yeah. it. Look deep within your soul, not not at your neighbor, not at your husband, not at your wife. Look within yourself. And, and realize what you're good at, you know. Maybe it's yeah. writing, maybe it's singing, maybe it's acting, whatever it is. Maybe it's counseling mm-hmm. others, you know, or helping people that have, you know, gone through trying times. But we all have a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and no one can fulfill our purpose except us. And we just we just have to go That's out so and find great. it. 
Yeah, and, and, and keep, don't let well, that we have fear to put to God hold. first. Oh, yeah, yeah fear, yeah, fear is going to always be there. Like Joyce Meyer mm-hmm. says, feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, God, yeah. in the in the good word, God is not giving us a spirit of fear. You know, fear is a spirit, and spirits need bodies mm-hmm. to attach themselves to, you know, and mm-hmm. you just have to break free from that spirit because God is not giving you that spirit. When you feel that fear, mm-hmm. you have to just feel it and do, do it, whatever it may be anyways, because it's always going to be mm-hmm. there. You're always going to have butterflies. You're going to be nervous or you're going to feel like, oh, I can't do this. But when you know that mm-hmm. God or I don't want to do it, you, yeah. Right, 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 or I don't want to do it, absolutely, or I don't mm-hmm. think that I can do it, all of that. You know, you have to tune out those voices because they're always going to be there, the enemy and the enemy, right. and you have to go against that and ask yourself, is this from God or is this from the enemy? Is this God talking to mm-hmm. me or is this the devil? You know, because you'll be mm-hmm. able to decipher you know, between the two, absolutely. You just have to listen yeah. to the voice of the Lord because whatever voice you listen to is the voice you'll follow. And, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> I recently had a, a, a friend of mine that was talking about her son mm-hmm. wanted to uh, go into counseling and his grandparents, oh. so her parents, were, were discouraging him from doing it because there wasn't any money in that. Wow. And now... Mm-hmm. You know what this this young man is someone who really knew like that's what he wants to do, and he wants to do it because right. people always come to him with with their problems because mm. he's got that gift right he's been given yeah. that gift, and now I'm not trying to say that his grandparents are working for the dark side that's not what I'm saying You're right but right like, right the truth of it is the idea that we're not going to have enough, that, that we're not going to have, that we can't survive, that we're not going to have enough, that we're not going to be given enough, that, that's not from God. That is not from God. Absolutely. So whenever someone's telling you, well, you're not going to make any money doing that, let me tell you something. If you're doing <laughs> what God put you here to do, you're going to have everything that you need because your needs are going to be met by God. And, you know, that's Absolutely. something that we can sit around, like you said earlier, you said this in such a beautiful way that instead of looking at what we lack, look at what we're given, you know, because yes, we, we do have to look at what we're given and the fact that we're here and that we do have a purpose and that we are here for that purpose. And when we're living that purpose, we're going to be taken care of. And when you're doing something that you're passionate about, there's no way mm-hmm. it's not going to be successful because you're Amen. passionately doing it. And so yes. if you just go out and get a job, you know, just for the – because I've had jobs many times because I right. needed them. You know, I, I had right. Desiree Attaway on here last Wednesday, and she was talking about that. We've all had jobs that we had to have because, you know, we, we just needed them at the time. But you know that when you're just doing that job, I mean, you don't even want to get up and go. You know, you're, you're dreading right. oh. because it's not, your, right. it's not your sole purpose. But when you're exactly. doing what your sole purpose is, you want to make it happen, just like you writing this book. Once you started writing mm-hmm. it, it just started flowing, right? It just started yes. coming out. <laughs> and amen. And you have good. to, yeah, amen, amen. <laughs> and in your book that you put out, um, you know, you said that you wanted to have it out sooner, but uh, you put it out and you got it all done. You you did, you know, the full like year of days in it. Now I mm-hmm. have to ask you because, and it sounds like a silly question, but the cover, if nobody's looked at this, if you listeners, if you haven't checked it out yet, by all means, go just, like, look at it, Google it, just so you can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> the cover of this book, where did you get that photo? Because I, I know that it sounds, like, silly to, to ask something like that, 
But I got to say, like, that really spoke to me, that photo of, you know, so many people really just reaching up and, like, one hand reaching down and the idea that, you know, God is right there within our reach all the time. We have yeah. that. You know, we have spirit around us all the time. We're always accessing. And I have people uh-huh. ask me constantly, is it crazy for me to be hearing this or saying this? And I'm like, hey, how is this considered crazy? I mean, like, right. we, and again, I'm, again, I'm going to reference Prince, but, you know, I'm like, do you remember Prince's song, Let's Go Crazy? I mean, that whole thing was about God. The whole thing was. The whole song was about God. That's what the whole yeah. elevator, if the elevator tries to bring you down, if darkness tries right. to bring you down, punch a higher floor. And let's mm-hmm. go crazy. If this is crazy, well, then fine. Let's go crazy. You know, like, right. it's crazy <laughs> that we get all the guidance and advice and everything that we need. So let's go there. So whenever you put this cover on there, I don't know if you mm-hmm. even thought about it, but that's exactly what it looks like to me. Like, people really trying to reach higher, higher vibration. Right. We're just right there. We can really be up higher, a higher vibration, not of the world, but just in it, right? You know, like where we're really trying right. to reach up and be in a higher place. So I don't know if you had this photo taken or if you just pulled it off, but great job on just even picking the imagery. Like, I don't even know if you realize oh. that, but it really does stand out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of people, you know, tend to judge a book by its cover. So, you know, I wanted yeah. the cover to really straight what I was trying to, you know, put across, you know, and um, mm-hmm. it actually, you know, I can't take all the credit. My best friend, me and my best friend, Chris, uh, we were having a conversation one day at his house and we were just, he was just talking about, you know, when I, when I, when I let go of God's hand, I feel like I can't make it in this world. But when I reach out and touch him and he, he guides me, you know, when I, when I choose to hold on mm-hmm. to his hand, you know, um, I, I feel like I can conquer the world. You know, and that conversation, mm-hmm. when he said that, a light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, ding, that's it. That's going to be the cover yeah. of my book, you know. So I went to my mm-hmm. publishing company, and I was like, hey, I want to show diversity. You know, I want to show the fact that we're all of God's children, regardless of what we look like, what skin color, you know, we are, because that's what we're always battling on for whatever reason. You know, what, 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 regardless of what we look like, God lives inside of us all. And regardless of what the world mm-hmm. says, you know, we're all of God's children. Jesus Christ died for us, for each and every one of us, the Muslim, who, you know, everyone, the Christian, the the, the mm-hmm. atheist, you know, we, the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. runs, runs through us all, you know, and I just wanted to show that diversity, you know, on, on, on the I cover because a lot of people, you know, a, cover, a book cover is the first thing people see. So I wanted to really grasp. Yeah. Um, uh, readers' attention, you know, to be like, oh wow, look at this cover! It's 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 great, yeah. you know. It's it shows diversity. It's even you know you, you even does. see a little a little girl's a little child's hand mm-hmm. on the front because even we all mm-hmm. need God, both young and old, you know. And I just wanted to show that mm-hmm. diversity. And you know, a lot of the hands on the cover are reaching out, you know, to to touch God, you know. And some are have their finch fists excuse me, balled up, and some are, like, kind of halfway, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to reach out and touch them, but I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we all go through that and go through that, you know, in life. We all tend to stray away, and sometimes we, we come to him, you know, wholeheartedly, and sometimes we, you know, we want to do our own thing and be like, no, I don't need God. I can figure life out by myself. I know because I've been all of those hands, you know, I've been willing I've been disobedient. I've been kind of like, no, I don't need God. I'll just figure it out by myself. You know, so I just really wanted to 
um, express that on the on the cover of your book from God to show people that, you know, you're God's child just like I am. We're all his people, and he's always there for us. We just have to reach out and, and touch him, reach out and open up our hearts and say, yes, Lord, I need you. You know, I can't make it without you. We think we can, but we really can't. You know, we can't. We don't have the power to wake ourselves up every morning. We don't have the power to to make our hearts beat on its own. We don't have the power to think for ourselves. We don't have the power for our blood to flow throughout our bodies. You know, we, we don't have that power. That's mm-hmm. God's doing, you know, and we can't we can't make it in this world without God. And if you think you can, mm-hmm. um, I promise you, you're sadly mistaken. You can't make it in mm-hmm. this world without God. You can't even wake up without him. Your alarm clock doesn't mm-hmm. wake you up. It's God who breathes life in, inside of your loins. You know, it's God who's mm-hmm. making your heart beat on its own right now. You're not um, pushing your remote or telling it to beep, beep, <laughs> beep. You know, imagine having to mm-hmm. do that. We wouldn't be able to. You know, it's it's only right. it's nothing but the goodness uh, of the Lord that has sustained mm-hmm. us and has kept us here thus far, you know, and, we can't we can't make it without them, and that's why I wrote your book to let people know that hey, you may try to do your own thing, but um, you can't make it in this life without God. You can you just can't. Mm-hmm. You'll try, right? But you'll fail every time. And I know because mm-hmm. I used to go through this. I was in a, the same vicious cycle, like oh, I don't need to pray, I don't need to do this, I can handle it, I can figure all my problems out. But you know, God, He's a gentleman. He doesn't force himself on any of us. That's why you have so many, you know, different religions out there. You can believe in whatever and whomever you want to believe in, but he does have a way of, of getting our attention, you know, and humbling us, you know, and I know firsthand what that's like, you know. But, um, yeah, right. you, you, just, you just can't make it without him. You just can't. None of yeah. us can, regardless of our bank account or whatever or how many cars we have or none of that means anything. It's just material materialistic possessions. They don't add value right. to your life. They don't they don't do anything for you. Because if you don't right. really have God, you'll always be trying to fill that void that, that that's inside of you. You know, you'll try to drink it up, sex it up, smoke it up, drive it, you know, or whatever. But none of that you'll forever feel empty by doing that if you don't have mm-hmm. Jesus in your life. And right. I tried all those things, and I was like, oh, God, this is not working. None of this is working. The money, the cars, the clothes, the drugs, what the men, it, it's just, it doesn't work. Only God can fill a, a certain, um, a, feel, fulfill a certain void in your heart. Only, only Jesus can right. take, take up that space. Nothing and no one else. Right. <laughs> and that's where, that, that's where that self-love comes from, that spiritual yes. aspect of it. Is that self? That's where that self love is. Is that's the spirituality that we, you know, we're we're complex beings. So we're we have a physical aspect, we have a psychological aspect, mm-hmm. we have an emotional aspect, mm-hmm. and we have a spiritual aspect. And that spiritual aspect is where that that self love is rooted. Yes, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. And you, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't I I know we only have like ten minutes here, so I just want to say this mm-hmm. really quick. I want to share this one one day. Um, that you, and this references the, the Prince thing again, going up or down. Uh, but day four, mm-hmm. um, you talked about um, relationships. And I just want to read this for the listeners oh, out yeah. there. And, okay, and again, encourage <laughs> listeners to grab grab that book and, and definitely have this in your arsenal that you read this daily and that you uh, keep this with you because it is 
it, they are seeds of hope, just like your column. They, they are seeds of hope that you mm-hmm. can read every day. But let me read this for all of you out there because we cover relationships quite a bit on on the show, and I think this is so uh, important and poignant. Uh, you say, perhaps it's time for you to evaluate your relationship. Have you checked your inventory lately? Are the people in your life lifting you higher or weighing you completely down? Relationships are our greatest resources. Therefore, the company that you keep are doing one of these two things. Understand that each friendship, partnership, and relationship nurtures a particular strength or shines light on a particular weakness of some sort. Understand that when God wants to bless your life, he does so through a relationship. And when the devil attempts to abort your destiny and bring confusion... He does so through a relationship. See the difference? Are the people in your life <laughs> lifting you higher, or are you spiraling down into an abyss that God never intended or ordained for you to be in? It's time to do some inventory. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that far too many of us don't consider that, that whenever, I mean, yes, you know, like you said, we go through the pain to get to the purpose, but that when we get right. in a situation that's no longer serving us, and it, it's doing mm-hmm. nothing but hurting us, and we're continuing right. to choose to say we're not stuck in it like we're children being abused. We're not stuck in it like, you know, for a moment something's happening to us. But we continue after these things are happening, and they're very clear signs that we don't need to be there anymore. We continue to choose to say when that is happening, that is the darkness working through another individual to, like you said, d- to mm-hmm. abort our destiny bring confusion, mm-hmm. sabotage the whole purpose that we're here to keep us from getting to that purpose, to keep us in the pain yep. and prevent us from getting to the purpose. Um, right. We, pain is necessary, but we, we have to move to those next two steps, like you said, pain, passion, and purpose. And so, yes. you know, we don't need to stay stuck in the pain part. We've got to move past that and, and work through that and not, choose to stay stuck in it, like whether that be living in the past or stuck with someone who continues to bring pain to us, but but mm-hmm. to work through it, heal ourselves, and then get to the passion and the purpose. I love, love, love that. And that's just day four, people. That's Thank just day you. four. So there's like there's so many more. There's 362 more days of this wonderful wisdom. So by all means, get the book. <laughs> now, we have seven minutes left. So uh, for the next mm-hmm. four minutes, I just want you to Tell us, well, I guess for the next two, so I'll give time to shut down the show. For the next two minutes, mm-hmm. just, just let people know, what, what is your message? What, if they could take away anything from this show today or mm-hmm. anything from your book, and, and you may have already just said it, but what would you want them to take away? What's the message? Um, the message, there, there are a lot of uh, messages, um, but the main message is just to let people know that um, in this life you'll go through things. Um, you'll you'll want to give up. You'll want to throw in the towel. You'll feel like you just can't make it through another day. You know, maybe you um, will lose a loved one, have to bury your child, or you'll lose your job or your house or, or whatever. You know, whatever things that uh, you're gonna go through. Um, you you can make it when 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 you have God on your side. You know, when you when you put Him first, even though life may hurt and may be unbearable at times. Um, when you put God first, all things, but the good and the bad, the good, bad, and the uglier will work together for your good, you know. And um, I know firsthand because I've went through a lot of, of trying times. Even as a child, I didn't have a father growing up, so I, I had a lot of anger, a lot. I, I mean, I had incomprehensible rage growing up for a very, very long time. 
And, um, you know, all of that, all of that hurt that I went through as a child by not, by being rejected by one of my parents um, and, and just being bullied at school and just, you know, just all types of things that I went through, you know, it, it made me want to give up. It made me want to throw in a towel, even at a, at a young age, you know, even at like the age of 10, I, I thought about drinking bleach and just ending my life, you know, and um, I just want people to know that your life has so much value and so much meaning and so much purpose. And God has you here for a divine reason because he knew that the world would not be complete without you. You have a story inside of you. You have books inside of you. You have songs inside of you. You have ministries inside of you. You know, you just have to look within, you know, even if it hurts. You may have to peel back, you know, years of, of traumatic, you know, experiences or abuse of, or whatever you've went through, you know. It, it's it's for a reason, a divine reason, and people need to hear your story. You know, your story matters. Your story is what makes you you, regardless if you feel like it's you're not um, significant enough. I promise you that you are because there's someone out there that needs to hear what you have to say. There's someone out there that um, that wants that 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 um, there's someone out there that needs you. You know, that needs your gifts. That needs your that needs your goodness. That needs your hope. That needs your upliftment. That needs your counseling. You know, and whatever you go through in life, and you know, you're going to go through things. Unfortunately, we we all are. Um, if you put God first, it'll all make sense in the end. Maybe not in the beginning mm-hmm. or in the middle, but in the end, it'll all make sense. You know, and um, mm-hmm. you just have to put God first and allow Him to guide your life. You know, allow Him to lead you. Get out of the, you know, the driver's seat and allow Jesus to take the wheel. You know the song, Jesus, take the wheel. Like literally allow mm-hmm. him to steer your life and guide your life. And you may, you know, hit some dead ends or some roadblocks and all of that. But, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll be good for you, you know. Um, it'll, it'll help you. It'll propel you into your purpose, you know. And um, I just want my message is just to give people hope and to let them know that God has you here for a reason. And no one can fulfill mm-hmm. your purpose except you. You have to fulfill your purpose. There are people out there praying for you. You know, you are someone's answer prayer. There are people out there that need you. You know, you may not know it, but there are so many True. souls out there that are hurting, that are yearning for something more. And, you know, you you may be, you know, holding that back because you think that you're not important enough or you're not valuable. But I promise you that you are because God says that you are, because Jesus Christ died for you, you know, and your life has meaning. It has value, a substantial amount of value. You know, you just have to use the gifts that God placed inside of you because it is your gifts that will propel you to the next level. You know, the Bible says your gifts will make room for you, not your looks, not your money, not whatever, not your fancy cars, your gifts what God has deposited inside of you. He wants you to stir up those gifts, you know, and, and, and you know, and deposit them inside of inside of other people, you know, because mm-hmm. there are people that are waiting on you. You know, you are someone's gift, yeah, and you just have to use what God has given you, you know, and you'll, you'll find your purpose in life. When you use your gifts, you'll find your purpose in life. That's, that's all we do. Beyonce used her gifts by singing. Mm-hmm. She found her purpose. Whoever you know, you you just you just have to use use your gifts. It's not it's not hard. It is hard, especially if you don't know who you are. And if you don't know who you are, you just have to go to the God that created you. You know, 
You can't make it without yeah. God. You can't find your purpose without God. You may think you have found it, but it's, it's there's so much more that God wants to show you and he wants to reveal to you. Mm-hmm. You just have to, you know, yeah. seek him first. Seek the kingdom yeah. and all things will be added onto you. I'm a living witness. Of that. That. I'm only 27, but hey, I, it works. Trust me. I've made a lot of grave <laughs> mistakes. I should be um, in prison or, or dead by all the foolishness that I've done in, in these 27 years, you know, but you know, God, mm-hmm. God is faithful. Even when we are faithless, you know, he, he really is. I and agree. We don't well, deserve him, but wonderful. yeah. <laughs> That's that's all a wonderful message, and I want to make that clear, you guys. You're all you're all answered. You're all someone's answered prayer. You're all a gift. Every single yes. one of you are a precious gift. You're certainly all a gift to me. And the Portia, this was a gift mm-hmm. to me today. So thank you so much for being oh, on the show. Likewise. I'm gonna, I want to let everybody know really quickly before our time ends up, and I end up getting cut off. But uh-huh. if you want to get in touch with the Portia, <laughs> make sure that you follow her, the Portia Superfly Rufus on Facebook. Twitter is the Portia underscore Rufus. And uh, if you want to book her for any speaking engagements, then you can email her, Portia underscore Rufus at yahoo.com. Any issues with spelling, please check our Facebook page. That's facebook.com backslash girl power half hour. And I will have all that contact information for you there, as well as more about her book so you can find it for yourself and order it at Amazon. And again, to Portia, thank you so much. I really appreciate having you on the show. And for everyone listening, remember, tune in on Wednesday. If you just if you just tuned in and you missed like most of this and you want to hear more, well, tune in on Wednesday at 3 p.m. And I'll be rebroadcasting this show so that you can catch it on our original day and time. And March 22nd, Valerie Green Relationship Coach, she'll be back on for a call-in show where you can call in and get free relationship advice. Again, to Portia, thank you so much. And I will be in touch because hopefully we can have you back on. Oh, absolutely, Tasha. You have my information and everything. Yes, I would love to, you know, network and collab with you. Are you in, you live in Lubbock, right? I do. I I live in West Texas, and um, oh, actually, okay. I think I live in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was, I was saying. I, I think you live in Dallas. I think we're all <laughs> pretty close here, actually. So we're we'll family, have a great girl. We're family. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll have a great opportunity to get in touch, and I'm sure the listeners would love to have you back on. So thank you again. And again, listeners, thank you for tuning in on this special day and time. And uh, I will be talking to you guys. And actually, I won't be talking to you guys until March 22nd, but you will be able to tune in and hear this rebroadcast on Wednesday. Thank you again. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your day and take care of you. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, man, I love these Sonic Nights. Shakes are half price after 8 p.m. Yeah, but so are the ice cream slushes, and they're better, so. What did you say? Ice cream slushes are better. Shakes are. Ice cream slushes. Shakes. Slushes. That's it. Let's take this outside. What a lovely spring day. I love those begonias you planted. Okay, they're actually hydrangeas. Begonias! Sonic Nights, featuring shakes and new ice cream slushes, half price after 8 p.m. This is how you Sonic. For limited time, only participating Sonic drive-ins.